Welcome into another fun astrology podcast. Thomas Miller celebrating the sun going into moi birth sign, Scorpio. <laughs> yeah, and we got hump day Wednesday. Just a lot good going on. So the sun moves into Scorpio at one twelve today, Wednesday. Now that's Eastern time. And we have a lot of Scorpio activity going on. As in, the moon will move into Scorpio Sunday at 4.28 p.m. Eastern. Then that evening at 11.39, new moon in Scorpio. And, of course, the big star of the show, really, that's just taking the spotlight, is Mercury, which is now in its shadow. That means it's started to slow down in the sky, and it will station retrograde Halloween Day at 11.41 a.m. And I'll tell you, this has a lot of people nervous. Oh, by the way, great article in The New Yorker entitled Astrology in the Age of Uncertainty. And it features several prominent astrologers. I'm working my way to that list with your help. And by the way, I want to mention something on that here in just a second, too. But it's talking about how millennials are turning to astrology and how people are in general. It said that in Cosmo, 70% of the readers are fanatical about astrology. And I'll tell you, my story is all in my Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast. But when I started searching for a new belief system, when I needed answers that weren't being provided in the old structure, one of the things that I was looking for primarily was structure and symmetry in the spiritual realm of life. It made no sense to me that there was such structure in the physics of the natural world that we could know exactly the second that the sun is going to rise and set But our spiritual realm had no symmetry whatsoever. It was just hope and faith, random. And that made no sense to me at all. And astrology has given me that symmetry. And that's a lot of what that article is pointing out, is that in the decline relatively of the major structured religions, the unpopularity, now we are having more questions than answers that astrology is showing us some symmetry. Oh, that just I just get a little uh, choked up about that because I just I love this so much. And may I take just a second of your time to thank Jen E74 for such a great and pointed review on iTunes. And listen, I've heard from some of you. I know that iTunes is the 900-pound gorilla in the podcast space. And some of you just don't have it, don't access it, don't want to get it. And that's great. There are so many other platforms. We're on Spotify and just a bunch of other ways to get to this podcast. But iTunes is a really important deal. So if you can leave a great review on iTunes, that would be awesome. I would so appreciate it. If you have some constructive criticism, I'd love for you to email me at info at funastrology.com. But Jen E. said something that I just thought was so pointed and, yes, is something that I'd like to spend just, I'm going to do it really quick. She was saying that sometimes in listening to astrology podcasts could be stressful because They focus on the less positive sides and even the tone of voice when talking about these other aspects or these other elements of life had her wondering when her bad thing was going to happen. And Jen, I really appreciate that comment. And by the way, she shares my birthday, October 30th. And she said, happy birthday coming up. And she shares the same day. So back to you. But that's a great point that I just wanted to, to say my heart in this is to give the chart its full treatment. And that is that, you know, just like in life, we have things that make us incredibly elated and happy and jumping for joy. 
And we have things that bring tears to our eyes. And we have to live and experience and work through both of those and everything in between. And it's no different in the chart. And my treatment of the chart is that there is always an opposite and we always have choice. So, yes, there are challenging energies reflected in the chart. It's real. And there are positive energies reflected in the chart. And there are seasons and phases that we go through, just like the cycles of life. But I really appreciate you pointing that out and know my heart, when, especially when you talk about some of these more challenging things. And everybody's worked up right now about what's happening in Scorpio, that there is the other side of the chart. In fact, I'm going to do a podcast. If you want to check out my Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast, I'm going to do something on Neville Goddard, which kind of offsets all of this, because we do ultimately have free choice. So it's like we've got these energies, and yet we can choose what we're going to do with them. And yes, some things I think are faded, but that's another discussion for another time. (laughs) Let's stay on topic with Scorpio. So 1.12 Eastern time this afternoon, the sun tips in. Sunday... The moon goes into Scorpio, 4.28 p.m. Eastern, and then a new moon at 11.39 p.m. Eastern time. But the guy that's stealing the show is Mercury, which is already well into Scorpio. We've been talking about that for about a month, almost a month, but uh, 24 degrees. But Mercury is in its shadow right now, meaning that it is slowing down in the sky. If you were watching its movement forward, you would see that it's not moving as fast. And remember, outside of the moon, Mercury is the second fastest moving body on the chart. So then on October 31st, Mercury goes retrograde at 11.41 a.m. on Halloween Day, no less. So that's getting everybody's attention for sure. And on top of that, Venus is in the house at 18 degrees today, Scorpio. So we'll talk more about Scorpio tomorrow, and we can do some on Friday as well. We'll kind of ease into this. Happens to be a topic that I know a little bit about. But, you know, in the context of this conversation, let's just stay with this part of Scorpio, that it is about deep stuff. Yeah, we'll talk more about the stinger and the tail and the scorpion and the the intensity and the passion and the sexuality. We'll cover all of that. Let's do that later. Right now, let's just focus on this. This season, for the next 30 days, let's focus on doing the deep work. For the last month, the focus was balance in Libra. All right, now we're going to go diving. So let's face the challenge of looking deep within. Because at the end of the day, the one thing about Scorpio that you can hang a shingle on is it is ultimately about transformation. That's been so true. I have followed that journey. Think of another famous Scorpio, Zig Ziglar. That name might not resonate to some of you younger folks, but um, Zig was a sales trainer who kind of really was a pioneer in the public speaker industry back before Tony Robbins and all of that. There was Zig. What was his work? Transforming the way people sold. Let's go back another. This is dating me so bad. I'll talk about Walter Cronkite and Dan Rather in here too. (laughs) But Yeah, who? But... (laughs) generational folks, but uh, Billy Graham was a Scorpio. And what was his work? Life work dedicated to transforming souls. A president who was a Scorpio, Teddy Roosevelt, transformed the protection of our natural resources. A great lover of the so many wonderful places that we have in this country and wanted to protect them. 
So for all of the quirks and all of the funky little stuff that we can attribute to Scorpio, which we will address, <laughs> let's look at the great part, and that is this is the month to really go digging deep. Let's do the work. I hope you have a great hump day, and I will see you back again tomorrow with more 